And a very good morning to you, Will Stevens. Uh, it says Deputy Consul General. Now, I don't know how things change. You've got a new president. Are you, they made you Consul General yet, Will. <laughs> so I'm the acting Consul General. Are you acting no, Consul General? I'm, I'm in charge. Are you still That's in charge right. there? Okay, this is yep. good. Great. They should just keep you there, like I said the last time. Um, <laughs> so, so, Will, of course, looking after U.S. interests in the Western Cape. We'll be chatting to him. And... Uh, the, the, the man who aspires to be like John Matham and has grown his hair over the months. Uh, Tim Harris, how are you doing, sir? The CEO, fine, thanks, CEO of Westgrove. Is your hair still... Did you tighten the button? Not yet, not yet. No, I'm not quite there, but uh, getting there. Okay, great, great. I love the small talk before we get into business, you see. Um, <laughs> but uh, Tim Harris, of course, CEO of Westgrove. Westgrove, without a doubt, one of the top... Um, state-owned entities in the country. Um, they've been doing some really good work. Um, and I'm going to ask my uh, engineer to put both of you on at the same time. Tim, you guys started conversations. I mean, you've had an ongoing relationship, of course, with the United States. Uh, Will Stevens has been around for quite some time. Um, and, and your last group of discussions really centered around solidifying these relationships. So, Tim, maybe if you can give us... Just once again, let's rewind to that first interview we did. Let's talk about the the next level conversations that you started with the U.S. Uh, consulate. Yeah, so the, the U.S. Has, has long been uh, a key partner for the Western Cape across yeah. everything that Westgro works on, trade, yeah. investment, tourism. And I think when uh, Will and David Mania, the, the Western Cape MEC, sat down to sign this uh, agreement, it was certainly on the back of, of serious momentum <clears throat> in that uh, relationship. Sure. We've seen incredible investment from top uh, U.S. corporates in the last few years. We've seen major growth in exports from the Western Cape uh, to the U.S. We've seen the U.S. Uh, tourism performance uh, uh, really step up to another level leading into COVID. And, and I guess the challenge was how to bed that down through more specific uh, kind of technical interventions to try and extend that growth even further. So I think after the last time you spoke to uh, David Mania, the, the Will Stevens introduced us to the new um, Commerce Deputy Assistant Secretary Richardson, uh, and we did a call with her where she spoke about some of the interesting uh, <clears throat> ways that uh, Cape Town and the Western Cape was being prioritized by the U.S. Uh, consulate. I'm sure Will can uh, speak yep. to those. We, we then, the next day, launched a partnership with a, a U.S. company that everyone knows, Airbnb, mm. uh, to help promote remote working in, in the province, and that's had serious traction in the last uh, few weeks. And then uh, a little bit later, the week afterwards, we, we went to South by Southwest and had a virtual platform at that famous uh, conference in Texas where we had almost 100 Western Cape companies talking about why Cape on the Western Cape is, is a creative wow. and media hub uh, for Africa. Wow. A, a media hub? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the, the fact that the whole world has started streaming uh, instead of, unfortunately, you know, going out to the cinema uh, has meant uh, another U.S. company like Netflix is having an absolute dump a year. And we're working really closely through the film units at Westgrove, making sure that much of that production is, is happening here in the Cape. And Tim Harris, CEO of Westgrove, Will Stevens, the acting consul general for the U.S. consulate in the Western Cape. 
So, well, let's talk about the Deputy Secretary. Obviously, you're a mover and a shaker and a hustler, and you made the connection. Um, and let's talk about the first bit that Tim mentioned there, the prioritization of the Western Cape in particular. Let, let's talk about what the Deputy or the Undersecretary had to say. Absolutely. So we, we brought in uh, for a virtual visit U.S. is the United States' top official on trade for Africa. Uh, and she met with Tim and David, uh, and at that meeting, she announced the creation of a new commercial office here at our consulate general in Cape Town that will focus uh, on promoting trade and investment uh, in the province. This is our first big deliverable on the partnership um, in in seeing U.S. government resources flow to the creation uh, to the partnership and um, and allow for more. Uh, focus from our people here to, to work with U.S. companies who want to invest, to work with South African companies who want to export, uh, and vice versa. So we, we are seeing, we've already seen uh, 12 new companies join our, our Trade Hub program, which is a program that helps South African companies from the Western Cape export to the United States. So just in the last few months, we've helped 12 companies. Uh, our, our hub also signed an agreement with Westgrow uh, as a trade promotion service provider agreement, so they'll work directly with Westgrow now. Um, mm. That was signed just a few days after we launched the partnership. So wonderful. Things are really moving quickly, uh, and it's just it's just amazing and great to see. So when we talk about export, traditionally we're talking about. I mean, you guys like sending us chicken. We won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> but. What type of exports are we talking about? Are these exporting skills as well? So let's say coding skills or other skills um, that, that South Africans have, or are we talking about tangible products uh, the, when we talk about exporting? You're seeing all kinds of different things, uh, and I'm sure Tim has a lot of, more of the details, but you're seeing everything from fancy foods, you know, cookies from Kailicha, uh, to uh, frozen foods uh, from the and canned goods from Parl uh, at Rhodes Foods just is doing a really big deal with a, with a grocer in the United States. They mm. already ship to Walmart. Uh, you're seeing ships and boats going, um, you know, yachts going out to to Florida um, to processed furniture to you name it. it. It seems to be moving. And of course, grapes and citrus. We had. Bumper year is probably the biggest growth I've ever heard of uh, in both uh, table grapes and citrus last year, both almost 70% increases, um, and wine as well. Wow, so okay. all, all of those are growing dramatically. So these are tangible goods, bottles, fruits, you name it, right? Tim, um, well, what about the skill side of things? Or is that a bit of a hot potato? Because I would imagine... America, no, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll come to the skills in a second, but just to flesh out <clears throat> yeah. that list that Will, Will was talking about there... there mm. You know, the Western Cape is, we, we look at the trade patterns with every major market across Africa, Europe, Asia, and, and there's usually a trend, right? We're very strong in, in, in fruit, uh, citrus, as Will said, stone fruit, uh, wine. It's a kind of an agri-oriented export basket from the Cape. One of the things wow. that's exciting about the Western uh, Cape's export to the U.S., is there's, there's a whole lot of seriously value-added products on the list. So uh, people don't realize this, but our number two export from the Western Cape to the U.S. is actually jewelry. Oh. Uh, yeah, about uh, 90 million U.S. dollars worth of jewelry per year, um, which is obviously OGOA eligible. So it means if you don't pay any duties getting that into the U.S., which is a big help. Um, but it's, this is sort of high-value-add product, um, high-value product going yes. into the States. You've also got uh, engine parts. That's number three. 
um, manufactured in some of our facilities up the West Coast. Uh, Will mentioned yachts. That's our sixth biggest export uh, to the U.S. And these products are all wow. relatively kind of unique to the, the trading arrangement with the, the U.S. The other one that's almost always in the top ten is, is cosmetics uh, and beauty products. So that, those products are kind of <clears throat> unusual in that we have a specific export relationship with the U.S. And we, we like them because they're high-value products. And it means that, that we can create more jobs and bring more growth to the Western Cape on the back of the trading relationship. The, the skills exports, uh, sorry. No, 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 go for it, Tim. Listening. No, I mean, there, you know, there, there's an interesting kind of definition uh, story in, in exporting things like tourism and skills, right? Mm. Uh, tourism, in a sense, is an export because you, you're earning foreign exchange even though uh, mm. the transaction is happening here at home. And, and I guess you could see the, the investment that uh, companies like uh, Amazon building their operation here or PepsiCo acquiring the, the, the Pioneer Foods operation here. Th- these are U.S. companies that are building teams here in the Western Cape, tapping into our skills. And, and often those skills are servicing the U.S. business, you know. So yep. that Amazon office is, as you know, mostly call center seats servicing the Amazon operation around the world. Uh, we think that's a good outcome for us. Uh, yeah. They're doing business yeah. around the world, but they're earning uh, uh, salaries here in the Cape, and they're spending that money here, and they're creating the jobs we need. Yeah. So it's not really an export, but it's certainly the globalization of uh, the skills base in the Western Cape off the back of U.S. investment. Absolutely. I mean, um, companies like 2U, for example, that acquired uh, Get Smarter, um, also setting up a, a a sizable operation in in South Africa, I believe. To you, will is a uh, American operation, is it? That's my understanding. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've just been looking at the the posts. They're looking for VPs of this, that, and the other thing. Um, so it, it 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 truly is remarkable what we're doing there. And I mean, you've, I've also heard people, you know, even even Silicon Valley companies. Funny enough, well, if we talk about skills, coding skills, for example, um, you, you if you if you look at the coders in South Africa and the talent that we have, and we know that Amazon is obviously based here, and uh, they hire a lot of South Africans, but. There's, there are a lot of U.S. companies that are now looking elsewhere because of the cost associated with coding in the United States, for example. People wanting to use South African talent because they can deliver, um, you know, the exact same quality, but at a, not a fraction, but a significant saving. And, and I, I would say I think it's, it's not a cost issue as much as it's mm. a quality Yes, you're getting quality exactly. uh, partners and highly educated, well-trained, well-connected partners, which is why U.S. companies are investing here uh, in in sectors from ICT to health to mm. tech to energy. I mean, Cape Town is the tech hub of Africa, and, and we recognize that. We are on board with that, um, mm. and and you have seen it just in the last since we signed the partnership. We've seen 2.5 billion rand worth of investment from U.S. companies wow. into the Western Cape. Wow! 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 Uh, and, and and that's things. It's from. It's not you know just. It's it's Airbnb. It's biotech. It's it's Immunity Bio, which is a California company who's who's entered into agreement with BioVac to produce their COVID-19 vaccine right. candidate here in Cape Town. 
you know, not too far from where you're located. So a lot of people sit and listen to this and go, oh, I don't fit into this. So, you know, who are we preaching to you? Who are we speaking to? Who should go where to find out if they can give and get value out of this? Tim? Look, the, the, the key thing about this agreement, as I said, is that it's, it's taking an already strong relationship and it's building more trade investment uh, ties in particular between the Western Cape and the U.S. So that means more investment here from U.S. companies that are going to create jobs for South Africans. Mm. And, and particularly on the export front, people kind of miss this because they think about Westcro dealing just with investment. But mm. that, that export story... Mm. Uh, that I described earlier, that is impacting hundreds and thousands of Western Cape companies, whether they're actually doing the sale to the U.S. or in the U.S. themselves, or whether they're supplying another company that then exports that product to the U.S. Ah. The impact on the ground across the Western Cape of increasing high-value exports to the U.S. Mm. is is unbelievable. And and that's really what it translates to, Kino, is, is more... Foreign exchange and more jobs on the ground in the Western Cape. Well, it's good having a friend like Wall Stevens around, eh? Um, you know, you're only as good as the people who you have on the ground forming partnerships with. And, of course, we do deliver the quality, as as, as Will was saying, and as Tim suggested as well. Um, so, I mean, this is really, really good news. Gentlemen, that's all we have time for. Um, it's, it's a phenomenal story. It's certainly better than some of the scops getting dawner that we have to hear about on a daily basis. And I do think we need to have a more balanced view on what's happening in the country and where the potential lies. So, Tim Harris, CEO of Westgrove. Thank you very much for your time. And Will Stevens, always a pleasure having you on the show, sir.